If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. this year we sat down with the one the only megan king and i'm thinking lately that i want to have megan back on because she tells it like it is there's so much going on in the bravo verse i want to talk about this new season of rhoc but before we do all that and focus on the present i figured let's talk to megan about the past about her time on rhoc obviously brooks and cancer her investigative stills and everything else it's just time for some nostalgia so here, I am sharing this never-before-heard chat with Miss Megan King-Edmonds from earlier this year. Are you guys, I'm telling you, slip into my DMs. Are you loving this season of RHOC or are we over it? I'm so conflicted. This is honestly a season where I'm very conflicted. So enjoy. Let me know what you think. And here, without further ado, is Miss Megan King. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one. The only Miss Megan King. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. What is going on today, Megan? You're in Missouri, right? Yes, I I am born and raised, still here. How is that going today? Are you having you a know, busy day with the children? Oh, Tell me everything. Well, actually, my um my sister, she's just now leaving. Um I am having a very busy day with the children. My son is exhibiting some poor behavior at school, and I was just called to pick him up for the second day in a row. So saved by the sister, because otherwise we would not be having this chat right now. It would be a last minute cancellation. Let me tell you, though, motherhood is just a joy. Well, okay. Let me first say, you know, bow down to the sister. Like, you know, thank you for stepping in because, you know, I would have gladly rescheduled with you, but yeah, we don't have to. And listen, I mean, that's the thing. Like you have given a new definition to, you know, mommy vlogging. You're making the everyday mundane, often, listen, I don't have children, but I have lots of friends who do, you know, often disastrous experiences. You're giving humor to these things and just shedding. So I think loving all of that, which we're going to talk about, we're using, you're Thank killing you. it you're, and you're killing it on TikTok. Your TikToks are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> One, one million Instagram followers. But listen, you also now have this YouTube channel where you are bringing us down memory lane and recapping these episodes yes. of RHOC. When you right. watch these episodes of yourself back, you know, for the three years you were on the show, seasons 10, 11, and 12, are you like, who is this woman? I mean, so much has happened to you since, or do you have vivid memories? I do uh, both, both. Um, I just, I just got done watching an episode and recapping it just before you and I got on and it was, God, I, it's cringy. It's like, it's cringe. It's I'm, I'm binging and cringing. Like I, I do, re I, but I do go put myself back in those moments, 
But, you know, I think probably the most surprising thing for me is how confident I was. And I still am confident. Like, I guess it's not that surprising, but just watching myself back, I'm like, I didn't know shit, but I guess fake it until you make it because what else are you going to do? You know, like you got to survive, you got to live through it. But, oh gosh, there's a lot that I, I'm telling my former self now, my past version of myself that I wish I would have known that. I had cringy written down, not that I'm cringed out by you, but just that was one of my questions of like, I mean, I can't listen to myself on this podcast. Like I'm like, ugh, please, David. I feel it. I feel it. Do you, what words come to mind? Like when you just recall, you know, Megan King during these three years of your life, like what words come to mind? Naive, cringy, um, questionable fashion and hair choices, questionable makeup choices and jewelry. Um, um, definitely denial, like concerning my relationship with, with my ex-husband, um, and gosh, you know, I think I was wise beyond my years in a lot of ways, but I also think that at the same time I was like searching for answers and I didn't get the support that I thought that I would from the, the other older women on the show, because I was the youngest by a long, like a, a lot, by a lot. By a lot. Like, did you, yeah. did you know what the OC was like? Were you, did you go in? Like, did you watch? Did you know what, like, did you have preconceived notions of like Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, Heather, or you didn't I even did. watch? I did have preconceived notions, although I didn't really watch, but I would channel surf. And this is like back when, you know, everybody had mainstream cable television, like streaming services were a new thing back when I was on my first season on season 10. And so everybody would channel surf and that's, and so I'd stop, you know, on, um, on, uh, the Real Housewives, and I kind of got to know Vicky, I kind of got to know Tamara, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be friends with Vicky, Tamara and I are going to totally clash, and it was the complete opposite, complete. Isn't it funny how that works out? Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know, like, I didn't, I knew kind of their stereotypical characters, but I didn't know, I didn't, I hadn't formed any of my own judgments, I guess. That makes sense. Well, I mean, you came into, you know, listen, we have times in Housewives history where people are ripping bows off a cake and that's the drama. You came in to such a controversial season. I mean, even you add on like Vicky's mother died, like it really was like Mm -hmm. the end of like Shannon and David's, you know, it was like the end for Mm -hmm. them. And then of course, this whole thing with like Brooks and, you know, someone faking cancer, it's kind of, you know, what you, you, you watched and you had like some preconceived notions, but like, what was it like? Was it like, Oh my God, like, this is something like I never expected. Or did you expect like when I was this? Like when I was filming or now looking back, like when you were filming, like when you stepped into it. Well, I, I mean, I didn't know what was going on with Shannon and David. So that was, I was kind of, I was out of the mix with all of that for the most part. Like I knew they were struggling or whatever, but it was pretty hush hush still. And then, um, but with Brooks, it was like, wait a minute, why isn't, why are people just believing this dude? Like he's so full of shit. And so that really was surprising to me. And then what else went down? Oh, Vicky's mom. I thought that was just really sad. You know, people were like, oh, she already knew her mom died and she kind of faked it. I don't think she did. I don't think she faked finding out about her mom's death. Like that would be pretty sick, you know? That would be who, who was saying that she already knew. 
Um, I mean, it was just like a rumor. Like people make up gross rumors. I don't think so. I just watched the episode back and it seems very genuine. And like, I can tell when people are producing themselves for the most part, if I know them, which I know Vicky, I know Tamara, you know, I know my castmates. And I don't think Vicky was producing herself like that reaction at all. So, I mean, it was a pretty, I mean, so it wasn't like her castmates were saying it, like Tamara or Shannon, they were like, oh, this is fake, like nothing like that. Not that I remember, no. Um, if they did, I probably wouldn't say, to be totally honest with you, because that's like a really, that's a huge accusation. And that's, I wouldn't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I'm not a conscious, like, I'll be totally honest right now. I do not, I don't remember any of the castmates saying it. It was like, out in a, you know, maybe haters or whatever. I, I thought it was a pretty Believe genuine... it or not, we have plenty of those. Plenty of I them. mean, that's a whole... I could do a show with you just on that, about people who have nothing else to do except make comments and, like, what is your life like that this glass is half empty today? I mean, that's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it seemed like a pretty genuine reaction to me, too. Totally. You know? Mm-hmm. What about, you know, well, look, we had this... Well, uh, now when you look back, you know are you shocked at just how, like, look at Brooks's cancer and this whole storyline. It is the, one of the most like shocking storylines. It's what people mm-hmm. talk about a lot. You know, when you look at, are you just shocked that you were a part of this? I was totally shocked. Like I, I'm totally shocked. I mean, that's pretty much, I, I gotta say, probably the most controversial storyline ever on reality television, perhaps. And definitely in the Real Housewives franchise. Like I discovered a dude was faking cancer. That's crazy town. And I cannot believe I was a part of it. By the way, I took a big risk. I came in, guns a blazing, season 10, newbie, young one. And I'm like, something isn't fitting here. And I really took a big risk by like kind of going after this dude for faking cancer without knowing any background. But I trusted my intuition, and like I've done so many times since then, it proves right. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Rakuten, I need to tell you guys about Rakuten. Rakuten is one of my favorite websites I've ever discovered because their members get cash back on everything that you buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 4,200 stores across every category, beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. Should I continue? I'm shopping at these stores regardless. Now I get cash back just for buying things that I would buy anyway. It's really that simple. Everyone that knows me knows that I have a skincare addiction. I love skincare and I buy a lot of my skincare from Sephora. So now instead of going into the store or buying it directly from the Sephora website, I first go to Rakuten where I'm a member and I buy my Sephora skincare products through the Rakuten website. That means when I buy these products, I now get cash back. So many other stores that are involved with Macy's, Nike, Adidas, Petco. I could really go on forever. 
Membership is free and it's so easy to sign up. Are you buying something online right now? You could be getting money back if you were a member of Rakuten. So start shopping at Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Skincare is so important to me because why wouldn't I want to look my best? I'm staring at myself in these Zooms all day. And when it comes to skincare, I turn to Oak Essentials. I have a lot of requirements for my skincare. I want skincare that is clean and pure. I want skincare that smells great. I want skincare that feels luxurious and rich, but doesn't break the bank. And that's why I love Oak Essentials. These are luxurious products that actually work. My favorite product from Oak Essentials, they have so many, is the Moisture Rich Balm. I use it during the day. I just need a little bit. A little bit goes a long way. And at night, I use it. And I just use it while I sleep all night. And I wake up with my skin glowing. You can buy it on its own or part of one of the Oak Essentials best-selling bundles, which would include also the Ritual Oil, a cleansing balm, a balance balancing mist, and a restorative mask. Oak Essentials is the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. Right now, my followers get 15% off your first order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code VELVET. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Listen, if I ever need something investigated, Megan, like you're, you can have a whole nother career as like a PI. Seriously. Do you think it's like, because of what you had gone through with like Leanne and like you were close to that, like did that, yeah. you think that had something to do with it? Yeah, I think it's twofold. I think that it's because I was going through a cancer situation with my friend Leanne, my stepdaughter's mother. And, um, it was very real and raw and, and fresh to me. And so I'm like, wait, this doesn't add up. His situation isn't adding up. And I felt like it was almost my duty to, to like disprove him because otherwise he was going to be promoting this stupid juice cleanse that is, and then all of a sudden going to cure cancer to the masses on national television. And I felt like an ethical obligation to debunk that. And in addition to that, I didn't have children. So I had a lot of time in my hands. So it was a perfect storm. Seriously. And you know, it, it's so egregious because like cancer touches so many of us. I mean, I've cancer, mm-hmm. I've lost people in my family to cancer. I'm sorry. But thank you. But like you said, you know, you know, there is this thing when you're like a newbie, like, oh, I gotta at least be on Tamara's good side or Vicky's or have you know, there is that that thing that exists. But like you said, like you just falls to the wall, had no fear of like, you know, maybe my future here isn't going to, you know, it, it could go one of two ways. If you come in as a newbie and you're very outspoken, it could be like, Ooh, where we have a superstar on our hands or like, get this girl out of here. None of us want anything to do with her. Well, the thing when I signed up for the show, I'm like, I'm going to be authentically me. And I don't like having enemies, but I'm also not going to you know, shy away from any type of conflict if I believe in what I'm saying or doing. And so that's what I did. I never really acted in a performative way to the cameras. I never faked a friendship. I never forced a friendship. Um, I tried to be kind to everyone, but like, if I see something that looks like it's off, I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, just swallow it and take it for face value. Where are you and Vicky today? Like, I take it you haven't spoken to Vicky anytime soon. No, I mean, I think that we're like, I'm probably still blocked or something, you know, from her Instagram six years ago. What would happen? You know, I know you don't live in the OC, but like if you and her ran into each other, like, what would you say? Oh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. I actually did run into her uh, in Cabo, like after I had quit the show, 
Um, and it was fine. I think we took a tequila shot. That's how we would be. We would be fine. Like, we're not going to like get into any deep conversations. And if we were filming together again, it would be a different story, but no, we'd be fine if we ran into each other friendly. What about, like you said, in a 2020 People magazine, yes, I've, I've done some research here, that you okay. will never forgive Brooks. Like, just you, we, do you still stand by that? I mean, I guess so, yeah. It's, I think it's really fucked up what he did. And he didn't seem remorseful about it. I don't know. That's the kind of person, I don't want to say I forgive or don't forgive. I'm just grossed out and I just want to delete from my life. Like, email like like I delete an email like goodbye like bad energy gone wash my hands clean like delete and block yeah like the end done but what what I found so is like as a viewer you really didn't know like I personally remember like I wavered back and forth of like Mm. you know this, you know, cause I, I wasn't there. I'm like, okay, like Vicky doesn't, is not in on this. Like you really did waver, but I just found it. So what's the word? Like you, you never wavered. You, you just knew. Well, did it make you not like me or did it make you think that I was just like too overzealous? No, I thought that it, I felt like it was genuine too. Like I felt like you really look, I think a lot of newbies come in and we'll talk about this in a few minutes and they have an agenda and like people study housewives now. And so when you come in and like, this is your lifelong dream and you want to hold on for Mm -hmm. as many years as possible to me, it's such a turnoff and it's like, you just are a fame whore and you want your 15 minutes. I didn't get that. Honestly, I'm not just saying that because you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I didn't, I don't think I acted that way. No, don't get me wrong. I do like to be in front of a camera but like not to the point where I'm gonna you know kind of fake it type of thing I think if it wasn't Vicky for like a lot of people you know just people were with Vicky for so long it's like you just weren't sure just from her own point of view of what she was capable of or just you know it was the first time we saw her kind of like in a new relationship well, since you are a detective and I am going to use you in my new life. And if I'm ever dating someone again, which God knows at this rate, this we're not, I'm not going to need your services anytime soon, but okay, I, I will be calling you. But, you know, do you watch like now we have like Real Housewives of New Jersey and like Teresa Giudice and Louis Riellias. Like, are you up on this? Like she has a new man. A lot of people think that he's like a dirty John type and has some secrets to hide. I mean, I haven't really followed it. You know, people tell me about stuff because they, um, they assume that, you know, I'm like, I know all this stuff and, and I wish I did. I just have a lot, you know, with my kids and, um, but I want to know. So I thought it was Judice. Is it Judici? There's two ways to say it. You can, I, she's even said, like, you can go back. I say, I say Teresa Giudice, but some say Judice. Like it's, I think, Technically, okay. the original way is Judice, but I think that she introduced herself as Judice, and that's what, like, at least half the people say. So she's dating the shady dude? Like, that's not shocking. She was, like, super shady, she and her husband. Weren't they? She was in jail for she, fraud, right? Or she was in jail for signing certain things, and he was in jail, her husband, and he is deported now, deported. and she has this new yeah. guy, and she is, like, in love, and people think that there's something there. I mean, I live in New York city, so I know kind of people just think if you scratch the surface with him, that she's not really in on it, but that he's kind of just, yeah. I mean, there's probably a high likelihood of that. Like attracts, if like attracts, like if energy attracts energy, like I don't think like Teresa seems like, you know, the brightest bulb and she's probably 
like kind of looking for a, I don't know. I mean, everybody's looking for love and I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm just saying like she, her, based on her history, she's, and she's definitely, I, I feel empathetic toward her and I'm not trying to talk shit on her by any means, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that she ends up with a con man or something, you know, unfortunately. And I hate to say that, but like, I, look, I can, I can say this because I have had plenty of experiences in this category myself. So I am like totally self-deprecating when it comes to this, like people are allowed to point their finger at me all they want. Um, which gives me like a little bit of like, what is it? Like I can, I can also do it back to others, I guess. Um, you know, like Vicky, for instance, like she's had her fair share of cons, but she's kind of also a little shady. And then like, I don't know who, who do we really like? Who's really sweet or something. Is there anybody on any of these shows? Who's really sweet. I'm trying to think of the OC who's on now. I mean, we have Heather, we have Shannon. You would know those two. Right. uh, Emily. I don't know. Emily's kind of sweet, isn't she? She seems sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and Gina's sweet. And she has a sweet boyfriend, you know, I don't know. And Gina's normal and has like a normal boyfriend. So you think like with Teresa, what, because like she attracted someone like her ex-husband or because she herself was involved in something like, it's kind of like not Maybe, I mean, it's hard. Like does a leopard change its spots? It can, but you got to really work on it. I get it. I totally get it. Like I was married to a narcissist and it's hard to like not fall back into that love bombing behavior and like fall for somebody who's, you know, gonna just lavish you with like gifts and love. And then like you're sucked in. That's hard. It's a hard behavior to change. I've been telling you guys for a few weeks now about rocket money. Now rocket money has helped me immensely with my TV streaming services. You know, I have to cover everything to talk to you guys about it. So I go on to Peacock and Hulu and Netflix and so on and so forth. And I need to watch a show once or watch a few episodes. And then I don't want anyone. I want to cancel the subscription. And then I forget. And rocket money has been great for that. But I have a new story to tell you guys about one of my TV streaming services, which I didn't want to cancel, which I didn't cancel, they raised the price. Now, I never got an email and Rocket Money alerted me to the increase in the subscription price. Yes, Rocket Money does all of that. They're a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bill. I guarantee you, each of you has subscriptions that you don't even know you have that you're being charged for. Rocket Money can help with all of that. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com dot com slash velvet rope. That's rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. Rocketmoney.com slash velvet rope. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. 
This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. And maybe. And there's a lot of like, talk about like this guy knew who Teresa was and put himself in her way. Like, I think, don't you think like having your point, like you're a married to narcissist. Don't you think like when someone has those tendencies, they can kind of spot who's a prime target, so to speak. Yeah, they do. And she does. And Teresa does seem like she has a big heart. And so she's going to open up and be like more, I don't more like a victim to someone who's like able to take advantage of her. And also, yeah, like the whole thing with knowing who she is, that's a real thing. And I've been, I was only in the show for three years and I've been off for three years and I still worry about that. Like I can tell when guys are dating me and they know who I am or like they think I can, you know, they can get something from me. Do they normally wait to like bring that up? Like, you know, like on like the seventh date, well, by the way, I like, I mean, you are dating straight men, so it'd be, it'd be less likely that they would know you. I mean, they, some don't know me and some, I can tell like they know who I am, but that, but they pretend like they don't. And they're like asking questions like they don't know. And some just tell me straight up, you know? Well, that's what Vicky claimed too. When she just broke up with Steve, that he was a fame whore and that he knew who she was and was using her for fame. I mean, do you think the same thing with Vicky? Like she seems to be attracting like after Brooks now she she like, yeah, she attracts narcissists for sure. Yeah. What? Well, now she, apparently she has a new man that she says she's dating. And I mean, Saw apparently that. she's keeping it hush hush. Like, I mean, do you think, oh. what do you think Vicky needs in a man? I mean, she did say, I, I have don't know. To say, I mean, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, no, I was going to say for all of her, you know, she predicted you and Jim wouldn't work for five years. Mm-hmm. But then when that was all over the media, she did come out and say things like, I wouldn't have wished this upon Megan. And I mean, that's at least what she said. I'm not. So yeah, she yeah. seems like. Well, she was threatened by me, obviously. Like she wouldn't, you're, you know, nobody says mean things to somebody else unless they feel threatened. Like that's a fact. And so like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like she was right. Yeah. But like, then once I'm, you know, fall, fell from my pedestal, then she was above me. Like, she's not going to say more mean things because she didn't feel threatened by me anymore at that point. I had already fallen from grace, but, um, that's a good like, point. Okay. Mine. Um, yeah, it's like totally, you know, human nature, like of course in sociology, but she, um, I mean, Vicky really hates being alone and she loves love. And I get it. So do I. And so that will make both of us more susceptible to be victims of narcissists because narcissists love to love and reel you in. So that's how it goes. They do. As you, as you watch this back and you say, you're, you know, you look, you cringe at your fashion and all these other things, which you are now doing on your YouTube, like, as you watch your relationship, like you said, I think you used the word naive. Like, as you watch this part, like, do you... Well, first of all, is that hard to watch? I mean, having it. Yeah, super hard to watch. I like when it, I, I'm sitting in the spot where I watch the shows and I want to like turn on my swivel chair like this and just like 
ignore it and like come back and be like, is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> like, um, am, I, yeah, am I on the screen terrible. alone or is Jim on with me? I know. I mean, wait, what do you mean? Like, when well, I'm like yeah, like when you say you like turn away, you're probably like, okay, I need to turn back when I'm when I'm there alone. I know. I, I mean, even then, it's just hard to watch myself back. But yeah, the, actually, you know what? On the parts with Jim in it, I'm kind of interested to see how he treats me because I was in such denial and I'm so committed to, I was so committed to my marriage, to my relationship, you know, till death do us part through for sickness and poor and health and um, richer and poorer that like, I was just going to always look at the glass half full with him. And so now that I don't have to do that because we're not married anymore, I see it with more clarity. So those are interesting scenes for me. Right. Like, are you like, what have you learned? Like anything from watching those scenes? Like, you know, like, oh, these are things I should have spotted or like things you could take into like a new relationship. Yeah. Um, I think just like more clarity, but look, I'm not trying to have a baby anymore or like get married. Like I was, so I don't, there's, there's like, there's less at stake for like what I'm trying to achieve in the future. I don't need a partner to achieve like what I'm, uh, what I want. Um, I can achieve everything by myself going forward. So like a partner at this point would be a true partnership, a best friend, a lover, but back, you know, when Jim and I were together, my partner needs to be all those things plus a father. And I don't need that anymore. So like, I'm not, I don't need to look for these, these like are force qualities that aren't there. Like I, I did before. You don't, you I, don't... I guess that seems kind of silly, but I was already married to him. No, that doesn't seem silly at all. Actually, you don't think you'll ever have more kids? Like you don't want to have any more kids? I, I mean, hope I, not. I could do stepkids, but like, I don't really want more kids. I mean, I guess never say never say never. Listen, you have your hands full, so I mean, I'm not saying you should be having more children. Three no, funny. that right? There's, I mean, you have three. I mean. It, it makes sense. I mean, I would think that you're watching and you're like, oh God, I was naive, but these are like, wow, look at that. Like there's a sign right in front of my face. Like that was so obvious, which of course, when you're in it, you don't really see. Yeah. You don't see it as well. No, you don't. Yeah. There's a lot more at stake that to lose if you're in it and you're like, wait, my husband's an asshole to me. Like I'm going to lose everything. Absolutely. Well, you were also part of, you know, the three years you were there, you were there basically for the last fight between Kelly Dodd and Heather Dubrow, like the nail in the Mm -hmm. proverbial coffin. Mm -hmm. Do you keep up on like, like, I know you're recapping when you were on it on your YouTube. Do you keep up with like real world stuff that like Kelly and Heather? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Why? What happened? Well, like the running, I mean, what hasn't happened? I mean, Kelly has her own patreon podcast now with rick unmasked you're welcome kelly i'm giving you a shout out here today and you know she's Uh also running into like heather and terry at mastros and like you know she's saying Uh there they are and hold i'm not taking any sides like holding videos and that heather's saying you're really yeah there's kelly and and rick run into terry and heather in the oc more than it seems like others i mean i think heather has said at times like somehow they're finding her like i'm just this is all like that's Some so dog. funny. Why is she taking videos? That's kind of weird. 
well, she did. And then she posted it. And then Heather's like, I mean, what is this? And just there's, look, there's no love loss. I mean, it almost feels like Kelly's taunting Heather when you describe it like that. Cause like, that's weird. Like a grown woman doesn't take a picture, but like, you know, video of another grown woman. Like, that's just weird. I mean, she was, and she was like, look who's here. So, I mean, that's not like, oh, there they are in the background. And wait, is that Heather? And it's like, you're calling attention. So I don't know. Do you think, what do you think it is between Heather and, I mean, you worked with both of them and Kelly that they are just like oil and water. Well, Kelly's crass and inappropriate and Heather's, Heather's refined and, um, eloquent so like that's oil and water right there those are literally complete antonyms yeah yes yes and yes there is this narrative out there too that heather when she left after that season said she would never work with kelly dot again ever you know heather's back on the oc kelly's gone there was cast changes do you think that Heather coming back has something to do with Kelly leaving? Like, do you think Heather has said, like, I get rid of her, I'm not coming back? Probably. And it was probably time too. I'm sure it was like, you know, just timing. Um, but yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Um, Cause like, if I, I get not wanting to work with Kelly, she was really hard to work with and she's nasty. Um, so I could totally see Heather saying that. And then I could see the network being like, eh, her time's up anyway, or something like that. I mean, that's what I think happens. I think Heather has said that she didn't have anything to yeah. do with that, but I, and there's no shade to Heather. Cause I think she's great, but. Well, she, I mean, Heather couldn't actually have anything to do with that. She probably just voiced her opinion, you know? Right. Like, it's not like, it's not like she's an executive producer and actually has the decision-making power, but like, it's not like we're working with fake characters. These are real people with real feelings and emotions. So like you kind of have to take that into consideration if you're a producer. Totally. Who do you keep up with today from your time on the OC? I mean, it sounds like it's not Vicky and it's not Kelly. I actually, I'm like, I'm not, I'm in touch with Kelly. I am in touch with Kelly. Um, And I don't think I've said anything that Kelly would be pissed off about, but who knows? Um, I might get a text later. Who knows? Um, So yeah, we're Kelly and I talk on occasion, you know, we'll text here and there. And then um, Heather and uh, Shannon a little bit and Tamara. uh, A little Bronwyn, a little Lizzie. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot considering that you don't live in the OC anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. When you watch now yourself on the show, would you have, as you watch it back, would you have done anything differently? Is there anything like you're seeing where you're like, oh, that's one thing I particularly regret or. I feel like I should have like inserted myself in scenes more. I, cause like I told you earlier, I was totally just acting as if I would in like a normal social situation. And I think probably as the seasons went on, I learned, you know, if, if you're going to get airtime, you kind of like got to, you know, talk more. And whereas before I just like ignore it, but I, I didn't really care though, as the seasons went on, cause I was like pregnant having babies and I was just distracted, but um, yeah, I'd probably like be more involved and probably funnier or something more light, 
people don't realize like when you get hired, like that's it. Like there's no, there's no handbook. There's no like, okay. They just, right. they're like, today's your first day, Megan. And just go, yeah. go, let's see how you, you do. To the wolves. Time to go. Yeah. Out of the nest. You either sink or you swim. Yeah. What about, right. You either sink or you swim. What about, you know, there is no love loss between you and your ex, Jim. Where are you going with this, David? Well, guess what? You only have to wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is part two. This chat continues with the one, the only Megan King. It's time to get personal. Got a few questions for Megan. So thank you for listening to this part one. Stay tuned for part two tomorrow with Miss Megan King. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.